This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss two not-so-well-known movies by two very well-known directors, Wes Craven's Deadly Friend and John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Welcome back to the Swearwolves. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. How are you? A little tired, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Why would you be so tired? Well, we uh, recorded an episode. Mm-hmm. This episode. This episode right here? Yes. Oh, wow. That's it's a- actually already happened. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And what happened was about three minutes in, something happened and I paused our recorder. We finished. We did We did another hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. And then when we went to uh, dump the audio and everything, I realized Genius here uh, never started recording again. So we just did this entire episode, didn't record any of it. So now we're going to do this episode again. Yep. Now here's the problem. (laughs) Here's the problem with doing it again is we really can't say any of the original jokes because it'll be forced. Yeah. So and, And I don't remember them. I don't either. I just remember laughing a lot, which is a real bummer because <laughs> I'm sure it was, I remember it being good. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I feel so stupid. That's it's okay. It's, it's not a problem. Mistakes happen. But the other thing is, is like, at least we should be able to talk about these movies pretty, pretty like we should be able to go through this pretty quickly. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. I might, Maybe I might the opposite effect, still right? not know what happened in these movies. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Whatever. Onward and upward. <laughs> Onward and upward, my friend. This episode is brought to you by New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> Do you know why it's brought to you by New Jersey? Is because we have a listener who's from New Jersey and his name is Mike. We call him affectionately Jersey Mike. And he talks to us on a regular basis via text message. Tells us about movies that we should watch, movies that he likes, whatever. All welcome conversation. But one thing that isn't welcome is the amount of fucking times Jersey Mike has told us to watch Deadly Friend. He's brought it up so many times. So many times that we started joking with him when he brought it up one time. Uh, I believe David was like, no, I've never heard of that movie. What is that movie? Yeah. Even though he had already told us about it 10 times, he's like, you never heard of it? He's <laughs> like, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> so, so now it's just kind of a running joke. Anytime he brings it up, we're just like, hmm? It is. What movie? We were talking about movies that we should watch. And I said, you know what? To get this fucker to stop messaging us about Deadly Friend and fucking Shocktober, which is another fucking thing altogether. We'll just fucking do it. We're going to watch Deadly Friend. Yep. And this movie was directed by Wes Craven. So David got the idea of pairing it with another movie that maybe was a lesser film of another great- Yeah, a noteworthy horror horror director. director. But yeah, maybe a a movie that's not- considered in that uh 
upper echelon. echelon. There, look, look at, at us. us. Saying words like echelon. We didn't do that last time we recorded this. <laughs> we we took a break, read the dictionary. Yeah, yeah, got a thesaurus out. Went, mm, yeah, I'll so work that in there. <laughs> so uh, we're going to pair that up with John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars, yep. which is a, a lesser known film of John Carpenter's, just like Deadly Friend is a lesser known film by Wes Craven. Let's start with Deadly Friend. Deadly Friend was released October 10th, 1986. What do you think the number one movie? Well, you know already, but what what did you originally I guessed say? Milo and Otis. Milo and Otis, a delightful which, family film. Which with talking uh, animals, <laughs> which I had never seen before. <laughs> but uh, the actual movie, yeah, was Crocodile Dundee, which for me, Crocodile Dundee was a movie I watched so many fucking times because my parents liked it, so that was always a plus. I believe. No, I know for a fact we had it on beta. <laughs> That's awesome. And I would watch the shit out of that because we didn't have ca- at this point in time we didn't have cable. So I just you said a stash of beta, yeah, be- uh, cassettes. It's like, it's like this is what I'm going to watch. It was Karate Kid when we got you know like you'd get the free HBO. Yeah, well, I didn't, but yes, I'm <laughs> well, aware. Like for a weekend, you'd get yeah, like, yeah. the cable provider would be like, for this weekend, you're going to get free HBO. I remember friends talking about it. Yeah, but I didn't have cable, so. That's true. <laughs> you just got rabbit ears, you don't get shit. Yeah. But they would give you free HBO, and then my parents would record whatever movies there were. So That's smart. Ka- Karate Kid, I saw a million times. Crocodile Dundee, I've seen a million times. Red Dawn, yeah, saw a million times. Yeah. Until the Red Dawn fucking tape, listen. I got grounded because my parents dropped the fucking VCR. And I still bring this up to my mom because it pisses me off. My parents were moving the TV. So 1986, we had a big ass fucking console TV. Those things were fucking huge and, and heavy. heavy. Yeah. And they, we had a tri-level house. The second level, they were moving the TV from the second level to the third level. Well, geniuses that these idiots were, they <laughs> left the fucking beta <laughs> Betamax on top of the TV as they were trying to move it. it. Yeah. Just carefully. Oh, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it parallel to the ground. God forbid we just take it off and just set it aside. Yeah. No. Why do that? Why make two trips when you when you can do it in one? Maximizing efficiency here. Yes. Well, of course, what happens is the beta VCR falls off, falls down the stairs, lands on the tile and shatters, breaks. Damn it. And Red Dawn. No. Was the tape. It's time. And they said, who was watching Red Dawn? (laughs) Well, of course it was me, right? I'm like, yeah, I was me. And they're like, you're grounded. I'm like, why? What did I do? You left Red Dawn inside the the tape out tape. And I'm like, okay, but I didn't break the fucking. I didn't say this, but fucking I didn't say any of this in my head. I said all of this, (laughs) but I didn't fucking break it. So I got grounded. I thought I think my grounding. I think my punishment was I couldn't watch any movie on the VCR. Without somebody there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because you can't be trusted anymore. Oh, they had to go buy a fucking VHS. Oh, I don't know. Welcome to 1986, you idiots. Now we can finally fucking rent movies? Because I was stuck into this closet of beta movies over at the fucking video update. (laughs) It's like, oh, do you have this on beta? No. No. We only have have these 10 movies on the shelf over here. Karate Kid? Have it. Yeah. Crocodile Dundee? Own it. Red done? Well, okay. <laughs> Let's rent it because I just yeah, broke our nut. <laughs> My dad's like, don't remind us. Oh, you know what? The other one? Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Dude, we yeah. got that for free. I watched that so many for times. For signing up for uh video update. Yeah. No, not video update. Oh, yeah. I think uh, some we video talked about store. this. Yeah, yeah, you got it for free. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. 
I watched the Lucky. shit out of that movie. Same. <laughs> so that was the number one movie, Crocodile Dundee. Number one song. Going, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone by Don't Glass Tiger. Forget me when I'm gone. No. no. I have loved you for so long. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hey, you're uh, that is not the right song, but I appreciate your love. <laughs> and guess what? I was faking it. Guess what, David? <laughs> what? I'm happy to be stuck with you by Huey Lewis in the news was yeah. the number one song. I love Huey Lewis in the news. As do I. I think Huey Lewis and the news are fucking. The music is just fun. Yeah. Badass. I associate the music with good times. Good times. Yeah. And murder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Hit to be square before American psycho came out. I still, I liked Huey Lewis in the news. I didn't like it just cause, Oh, American psycho. Christian Bale likes it. <laughs> no, oh, I'm going to like no, it. My dad had greatest hits. Uh, I think on cassette and yeah. whenever we would go to the lake, the, the, my dad had a, like a book of cassette tapes. Nice. And it had like the guess who the Canadian band, yeah. uh, Steppenwolf, uh-huh. um, Creedence Clearwater Except Revival. Steppenwolf would be a good uh, to fucking cruise. Did you yeah. have a, like a speedboat? Uh, no, it was like a fish. Oh, it, it was like an inboard outboard. Like it was just kind of like a multi-purpose but type yeah, boat. Get your motor on and <laughs> yeah, you go fastish. Hopping waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and then Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, he's like, I you, want a new. We also had, like UB forty and like it was kind of a. Don't get me started. Just whatever was in the the cassette but yeah a lot of huey lewis in the news well i love huey lewis in the news i have their greatest hits on cd at home and i'm just thinking like i should put that in my car because i have a cd player in my car but then i'm thinking i have a phone a phone that has all the <laughs> songs song on ever it made, so ever <laughs> just keep it yeah hey, who gives a fuck about cds <laughs> you do you still have cds i do they're all in my garage but yeah. i got a shitload of cds i don't know like a thousand maybe oh jesus I got a lot you know what would be cool hmm because my wife has a lot of CDs too. I would always think about getting a jukebox. Yeah. Like a CD jukebox. And then you just put them all in there. And yep. Then you just, and then you're done. You're done. Yeah. But and then, then I'm like, and then never pl- and then you, but you would never play them. Well, you don't play them right now. No. But at least you'd have. A, I think about selling them all the time. But who's going to buy them? Exactly. And then I got to like box them up. Like it seems like a whole thing. That seems like way too much work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd rather just keep them or just throw them away. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Why? I don't know. I just can't bring myself to do it. There's some rare stuff in there that I don't ever listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's not uh, equally not worth anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this bootleg fucking nine inch nails uh, yeah, CD. Some but, of that shit's probably still worth something. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Then you'll find a way to sell it. <laughs> Deadly friend. Deadly friend. <laughs> oh, something else about that. Uh, Deadly oh, friend. Yeah. Uh, Mike. You've probably already received it by now, but yes. uh, for our listeners, uh, last night I was goofing around and um, I found an original uh, Deadly Friend uh, one sheet. Very cheap, mind you. These are not valuable or expensive. No, 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 no. It was hugely expensive. <laughs> yes, we, yes. We, we spent both a lot pooled of money. our money together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I bought it and I, I, I mailed it to you, Mike. So you probably already have it by now, but if not, you're... You got a poster coming your way. I was going to like offer to split the payment. It but was then, so cheap. But I was like, it was so don't, cheap. Don't that bother. <laughs> I was like, mm, no, we're not yeah, this is offer. the cost of a fast food meal. It was the cost shipping. of me driving up here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably owe you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Deadly Friend was written by. Uh, so, yes, Mike, there you go. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> written by Bruce Joel Rubin, based on the novel Friend by Diana Henstel. Directed by Wes Craven, as we talked about. Music by Charles Bernstein. Charles Bernstein also did the music for Nightmare on Elm Street. 
So there's the connection right there. there. Wes Craven, Charles Bernstein together again for the first time. <laughs> Cast. We got Matthew Labertau as Paul Conway. Matthew Labertau, he was the only son of the Ingalls family in Little House on the Prairie, but he was an adopted son. Mm. So they used to beat the shit out of <laughs> beat no, the fuck out of that no, kid. He was like he was like uh he was like a runaway or something, <laughs> and Laura found him and she was like, Come home with me. And then Pa was well, like, okay. I've always wanted to have a son, and they adopted him and he became their kid. Oh. But he his his brother, also Patrick Labertau, he was also in Little House on the Prairie and he was in the movie Summer School. They're an acting family. I'm glad you said his name because I would have butchered that one. I think that's how it's pronounced. I would have said Labor Toe. It might be Labertau. <laughs> Who knows? But Labertau is... Labertau sounds better. Yeah. Labertau. Yeah, some Sounds French. French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christy Swanson plays Samantha Pringle. Yeah, young Christy Swanson. Well, she wasn't that young. She's probably she like 16, 17. <laughs> she was born in 69. So okay. Yes. Uh, she plays Samantha Pringle. Probably one of her earliest roles, I actually. Would, I would think so. Nobody else. I mean, Anne Ramsey. Yeah, uh, Mama Fratelli. From the Goonies. She plays the neighbor Elvira Parker. Charles Fleischer, famous for his uh, voicing of Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. He voices the robot, BB. BB. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. There's some other characters uh, that we might talk about, which is Tom. Tom Toomey. <laughs> Tom Toomey. <laughs> he's the friend. He's, he's, he ends up being the friend. He's like another neighborhood kid. And that's pretty you know, it's weird. The, the actress who plays the mom, her name is Ann Toomey, but spelled differently than the actual than the character whose last name is Toomey. That's yeah, that that's is weird. weird. Yeah. What a weird coincidence. My God. Budget for the movie was eleven million dollars. David, what do you think the box office for this movie make, was? I didn't make any money. <laughs> Nobody saw this movie. I'd never even heard of this movie until Mike brought it up. <laughs> Nobody saw this. Um eight point nine. Eight, that's what it made? That's what it made. Okay. And what was the budget? Eleven. Yeah. So it didn't even make back its money. However, I agree with you, David. I had never heard of this movie until I saw a clip. We'll talk about this scene. It's probably the most famous scene in the movie. I saw a clip of that, like on Eli Roth's history of horror. Mm -hmm. And I had to be like, who the, what the fuck movie is this? this? So I tried to like Mama Fratelli. Yeah. I looked up Mama Fratelli and then I searched for it and I saw the movie and then I read about it and I was like, meh, I don't need to see this movie. Yeah. And then Mike brings it up and I'm like, all right, all right, right, I've heard about this movie. Jesus. Let's talk about the plot. Let's go. <laughs> Movie opens up. We get kind of like a POV shot of a from a robot. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, weird he, colors and stuff. Let me just bring up this point too. I'm surprised that I didn't watch this movie when I was younger. Yeah, me too. This movie has me written all over it when I was like 10 years old. Same. A yeah, movie. it's very 80s. It's got fucking robots. Robots. It's, it's a horror movie of sorts. Wes Craven horror film. Uh, what else? What else do you need? Yeah, like it's a it's it's about teenagers, like kids. Yeah, this is right in my wheelhouse. I like those kind of movies. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, we're not ten anymore. <laughs> no, we're much I'm older now. Far from ten. So, <laughs> so these are not in my wheelhouse anymore. No. <laughs> but at the time, like this, short circuit, short circuit two. Oh fuck yeah! Space camp had a robot in it, dude. I was obsessed with short circuit, the first one. Yeah. Oh. Watched it all the time. You know, I've only seen it a couple times. Really? Yeah. See, I saw it uh, at the drive-in, like when it came out. I saw it at the theater, mm-hmm. and then um, with I think we we dubbed it like Macrovision style yeah. from the video store. Yeah. And I just watched that tape all the time. What 
who's who stars in that? Steve Gutenberg. Oh, it's Ali Sheedy. Goots. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it also um, Fisher Stevens? Is he in it? Uh, who's he? That name sounds familiar. This guy. Yes. That's yeah, him. He, he plays, uh, oh, he plays uh, Gutenberg's buddy. Yeah. He was a pretty popular. He dated Michelle Pfeiffer for a minute. What? Yes. Wow. Out of Good his, for him. Out of his league. Yeah. Point of view. Robot. Mm. Yes. Movie starts. Yeah. <laughs> Picture we, this. <laughs> movie starts. We got a robot. We got a robot. We're looking through his But we his can eyes. only see his arm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's going to be great. <laughs> you with me, Wes? He's all, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. How much I'm you paying paid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's like a guy in a parking lot, and I guess he's going to break into this uh, VW, VW Libyan terrorist uh, <laughs> looking uh, fucking Back to the Future bus. And the robot's inside. So he breaks in, and the robot like grabs his arm and is like squeezing it. He's like, oh, no, my God. Fuck. This kid comes, and his mom, they come out of the 7-Eleven with like fucking corn nuts and shit. Corn nuts and a big gulp. <laughs> Yeah, and the robot's like, oh, fuck. Here they come. Yep. Get out of here. <laughs> he let, he no, lets go. Of the guy's guy go. And the guy's like, oh, fuck. And the kid gets into the uh, VW. Yeah, they don't even see the guy. So no. they don't even know that no, this happened. They're oblivious to yeah. the life. They don't know the robot's got a temper. Like, hey, BB. How you doing back there, bud? <laughs> yeah, that's how BB talks. Fucking Charles Fleischer. Yeah, a, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of that in this movie. Because that, he does. It's all they can say is B. Yeah, you say you his think, name. You think if this kid was so fucking genius? Okay, so this kid's a genius, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like Doogie Hauser for uh, mechanical engineering. If this kid is so fucking smart, teach the robot to How say to, something other than BB. Yeah, help him articulate his thoughts, even if it's another couple letters. Yeah, and that robot <laughs> never shuts the fuck up. Like the whole <laughs> no. the whole time he's around, like it's like it's like dude, going stop. to stealth he's mode. Like, BB. It's like ah, oh, dude, shut up, stop. Did you ever watch uh, Saved by the Bell? Of course. <laughs> okay, do you remember the cheer? Beep, ba beep, ba ba beep. Oh yeah. Beep, ba beep, ba 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 beep. Go, Go Bayside. Beep, ba beep, ba 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 beep. Maybe that's what he was doing. It'd have been great for that song. Like, no, it's not quite the, not quite the rhythm. <laughs> he grabs them and twists their arm. Okay, it oh, is. It is. Yeah, perfect, perfect pitch too. Oh. <laughs> I, I like how you got offended when I was like, do you ever watch Saved by the Bell? You're like, of course. <laughs> you ever listen to this show? We've talked about Saved by the Bell so many times. I don't listen. I don't li- I'm not a listener. <laughs> so this kid is a fucking Doogie Howser. Yeah. And the, he's moving like with his mom. And they're going, because they need like to be close town. to the college, yep. the university. And he's got his own fucking suite set up. At yeah. He's got a grant or something. Whatever. He's got his own laboratory. He's like, hey, that's kind of like my last name, Labertal, Laboratory. Yeah. And they're like, hey, fuck off. Fuck off, kid. <laughs> and he's like 15, 16. He's a prodigy. Yeah. He's not even, he's not in high school anymore. No. And so, he, he built this robot, BB. From scratch. Yeah. Programmed it and everything. It's like, it wasn't even that hard, really. <laughs> yeah. Just this is what I do. It was a Tuesday. I needed something to do. Yeah. I don't know any other way. Just the way I do things. When he gets to this new house, the newspaper boy, paper boy. Yeah. Comes rolling up. He's another kid his age, and he's like, hey, man, cool robot. Oh, robot. Cool. All right. He falls off his bike. <laughs> Biff's it. He's like, whoa. All right. Later, dude. <laughs> and so he leaves, and then the neighbor girl is Samantha. That's the Christy Swanson character, and her dad is like an alco- abusive alcoholic. He's a fucking dick. He is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he's abusive. Like, right away, we get the sense that he hits her, and uh, yeah, he's just a real jerk. The newspaper boy's name was Tommy. Yeah. That's Tommy. Or Tom. Okay, Tom. 
Yeah, Tom. He's not a kid anymore. (laughs) Sorry. It's just Tom. Sorry, Tommy. Sorry, Thomas. (laughs) Tomas. So Tom befriends Paul, and they go around delivering papers one day. BB's with them. And they go up to the neighbor's house, which is Elvira. Yeah. This is a Mama Fratelli. Mama Fratelli. And he's like, this house is got a chain, like a six foot chain link fence. All the way around it, yeah. That's padlocked and need a combination. And, And the kid goes, Tom goes, one day I'm going to figure out that combination and I'm going to go up, knock on her door and hand her a newspaper. And she's going to shit her pants. She's going to shit her pants. She's going to shit everywhere. <laughs> she's going to shit in my face. <laughs> it's going to be great. All over my chest. Oh God, I got a boner the size of Mississippi right now. No, but that's what he says. Yeah, yeah. He's all like, of that. Yeah, all of those things. And he's thinking it. And Paul goes, BB can open that up right now. Yeah. If he wanted to. Yeah, he could do all the permutations and figure out the yeah. combination like, real oh, fast. Great. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, he's like, but I won't let him. Yeah, he's not, but he won't. <laughs> but he's not going But if I wanted to. him to, he could. Yeah. I also have a girlfriend. She's in Canada. Yeah, she's in Canada. <laughs> you wouldn't know her. Like, she's a famous supermodel. Yeah. She's very busy. She's very busy. <laughs> Mama Fratelli comes out with a shotgun. Hey, you guys <laughs> Get off my lawn. We're not on your lawn. We're on the sidewalk. Yeah. Well, get out for making fun of my eyes. I'm going to call the police. <laughs> And Tom laughs it off. Yeah. And she pulls a gun. Yeah. And he's like, I don't worry. She won't won't use it. She always always pulls the gun out on me. She's only shot twice. (laughs) Oh, one thing I wanted to say was she's got the, the chain link fence padlocked and it's got that combination lock. The combination is on the outside. (laughs) So she, she can't even lock it. Like she reached over and locked herself in (laughs) there. Yep. And if she wants to unlock it, she has to reach over and do that shit fucking backwards. (laughs) <laughs> upside down and backwards she's like all right usually you go right left right i gotta go left that's how she keeps right, her brain limber <laughs> she's this like, is pre-wordle pre-wordle pre-sudoku yeah that's how that's how people did it back in the day they locked themselves in <laughs> yeah backwards. that's how my aunties did it that's how i do it yeah, come on lady get a key <laughs> yeah or just don't be a bitch yeah yeah just be a good neighbor <laughs> yeah you know like people move out in the country yeah <laughs> get out of here yeah elvira no one likes you Tom and Paul and BB start walking down the street and then this biker gang, this dirt bike gang shows up. <laughs> biker gang's being very generous. Yeah. The dirt bike kids come yeah, up yeah. and they're like, hey man. And Carl's the the leader. Carl. Carl comes up and he's like, what's going on? What the fuck is this? We start slapping your robot around. <laughs> Stop touching my robot. He's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Stop hitting me. Fuck you. <laughs> Like, I can't say that. No, it's like he has a program for the robot. If you had seen that though, you'd have been like, "That's a fucking cool ass robot." Who built? Can this? I play with it? Yeah, yeah. I want to be your friend. Yeah, but yeah. No, he starts like banging on it and shit. He's like, "Please stop smacking my robot around." And BB has had enough, so BB grabs Carl by the BBs, <laughs> grabs him by the nuts, and he just starts squeezing. Just the old anaconda squeeze, <laughs> and he lifts him up, like up off the ground. Oh. Yeah, and he's a soprano now. Yeah, it's like oh my balls. My balls. The rest of the the dirt bike kids, they're like, let him go. Paul says, listen, Carl, <laughs> listen to me, you listen Carl. Here. <laughs> you tell your dirt bike gang to get out of here. Don't bother us. And I'll let, and I'll tell BB to let go of your nuts. <laughs> He's like, oh, get out of here, guys. Oh, please. So hey, they all leave. And then they let Carl go and Carl like goes hopping away. And he's like, I'll get you. And shake his fist. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> bb bb's do you remember uh butterfinger bb's oh shit dude yeah best candy ever delicious 
They discontinued those, I think. Why, though? I don't know. Do you ever have Whoppers? You know why? Like, BBs were way better. <laughs> Whoppers know, are still around. You know Nonsense. why Butterfinger BBs are the best? Because if you eat a Butterfinger chocolate bar, sometimes it's too much and it gets caught in your fucking teeth too yeah, yeah, much yeah. of it. Little BBs, perfect bite size. Pop those bad boys in. But you're right. Whoppers, lesser than BBs. Whoppers still around. Yeah. But I like Whoppers. It's not fair. I like Whoppers I too. I like Milk Duds. Yeah. Not Raisinets. Fuck Raisinets. <laughs> Raisinets are all right. It's been a long time. What's your stance on Goobers? I don't think I've ever even had Goobers. It's a chocolate-covered peanut, right? I don't know. Yeah. I no. like them. Yeah. Sounds good. My friend's girlfriend had a rabbit mm-hmm. in their apartment. Uh-huh. Like a pet rabbit. Yeah. And the rabbit would like walk around and like be a rabbit, right? Oh, no. And one day we're sitting there and my cousin was over there with me and... My cousin's like, what the hell is this? A raisinette? <laughs> I was like, no, dude, that's a rabbit's shit. He's like, that's not rabbit shit. He fucking ate it? He did not eat it because I stopped him. Oh, man. But he kept going, it's not poop. This is like a raisinette or something. And he's like, I'm like, why are you so adamant that it's a fucking raisinette? Like, yeah, either way, it was on the ground. <laughs> it's on the carpet. Don't eat it. I told you it's rabbit shit. Why would I lie? <laughs> Wouldn't I lie the opposite way? Like, yeah. No, it's a raisinette. Yeah. No, it's and then, rabbit And then you sit there like biting your fingers like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But no, he didn't eat it. And then he proceeded to like, like I said, smell it. And then he, oh. then he finally believed me that it was rabbit shit. <laughs> you should have let him, let him eat it. I fucking out. He should have. I should have, considering he's a fucking prick that doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> or he doesn't talk to me because of that. He's like, if you would have just let me eat I that. I wanted to eat that shit so bad. <laughs> Brent, stop me. You talk sense into me. Uh, Halloween time is here, and the gang is going. They, Paul has made fast friends with Samantha. Uh, she's come over a yeah. couple of times. Her dad comes over and like, you get back home. I need someone to beat. <laughs> okay dad <laughs> well i got stuff to do <laughs> but her and paul and tom and bb are all like the four fearsome foursome yeah, they're all they play the, basketball together oh yeah and their basketball uh goes over uh, into the neighbor's yard into elvira's yard yeah and she takes it i'm keeping like, this ball eat my ball yeah. <laughs> i'm getting it autographed by dr j <laughs> <laughs> get it autographed what, what? Yeah, i gotta I get an acrylic <laughs> display case <laughs> My huge basketball fan. <laughs> I love playing pickup games. <laughs> you gotta need a fifth? No. No. Wait, you play, you're playing horse? No, we're playing we're playing a game. Two I have two. a ninety-two percent free throw percentage. <laughs> sure you do. All right, lady. She's like, fuck you. Oh <laughs> shit. Yes, of course. Great free throw shooter. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you're right there spending halloween like fucking vandalizing cars and shit but they, and they put shaving cream on this fucking neighbor's car and for it's no like, reason yeah and this guy comes out and he's like hey hmm you guys. what are you guys doing get out of here <laughs> you guys i just gave you butterfinger babies <laughs> yeah fucking, fucking assholes great can't sling them <laughs> put rabbit shit in your bags next time dicks you get razor blades next year <laughs> razor blades and rabbit shit <laughs> rabbit shit covered razor blades yes <laughs> they'll never expect covered it. in my ejaculate oh, what oh, i think you went too please. far that's why they fucking vandalized your house you're always talking about your fucking snow caps <laughs> so they want to pull another prank on elvira and tom's like we gotta 
we got to open up this padlock. Yep. BB can open it, right, Paul? And Paul's like, well, I guess, but I don't think we should do it. They fucking come peer on, pressure him. do it. BB does his little magic. He should just pull that fucking bolt cutters. Uh, well, <laughs> or he should have just ripped it off. This is a guy who can lift a human being up yeah. over his head. Yeah, and squeeze the guy's balls. <laughs> squeeze the guy's balls. He's got to meticulously the get the yeah. lock. He's all... <laughs> well, he finds it. It's 33, 10, 47. <laughs> it's one, two, three. <laughs> It's all I can remember. 36, 24, 36. <laughs> My measurements. <laughs> yeah, that's quite the looker. Like, okay, all right. They mm. get in. And then they're like, well, what do we do now? And Christy Swanson's like, I'll go knock on the door. Yeah, you fucking pussies. <laughs> she goes up to the door and rings the doorbell. And an alarm goes off. And this alarm yeah. is like... It's like back, it's like a gazillion back decimals. in the 90s when people had car alarms. Oh my god, yes. It's the worst. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Dude, that's when you know you're in a rough neighborhood. It's like when you hear that car alarm again, you're like, wow. I remember being, That's some fucking vintage 1991 is what that is. I remember being in my college dorm up at uh up in flagstaff mm-hmm. and of course flagstaff gets actual weather unlike phoenix and so like it would rain and yeah. thunderstorm and if the thunder was too loud it'd be like and 10 car alarms would go <laughs> off because the vibrations yeah. would set it off yeah now if i hear a car alarm i just get annoyed yeah but they don't well, sound even, like even that then, anymore. no it's different. just the horn dude there's a there's a truck in my neighborhood i was taking my dog for a walk the other day and uh, they had, do you remember the club? Yes. There was a fucking truck parked with a club on. I was like, whoa. And they had it on backwards because you're supposed to put the club so that it, it like pinches itself against the window, basically, mm-hmm. so you can't turn the wheel. Yeah. They turn the other way. It's like, if I steal your car, I can still drive. <laughs> I, can, I got the stupid thing drive and turn right. <laughs> yeah. But even I could get that wheel most of the way left. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'd have to take it wide, but still, I was like, come on, man. And it's a piece of shit. It's like, why do you even have a club on that? I had a friend in high school no who, who had a club. And he would. he's like, I got to put my club on. And I was like, dude, I had one. And I'm like, you're an idiot. No one's stealing your car. I'm the kind of guy who just left my car unlocked all the time. I was like, steal it. I got insurance, bitch. Dude, the car that I drove in college, it was a 72 Chevelle. You could open that car with anything. <laughs> like just stick like your finger in it yeah like and i used to lock my keys in my car all the time and like you could open with a butter knife you could open it with like a co- like how'd you figure that all out? all sorts of things like i just tried it one day and i just got a butter knife and i was like i'll be damned but like yeah anything so you put the club on it yeah, <laughs> yeah. like this will stop them <laughs> the fucking club those are pretty popular though back in the day back in the day yeah she rings the doorbell. The alarms go off. Ann Ramsey comes out. The, the kids hide behind the bushes, but BB's still standing there at the end of the Boo-boo. sidewalk. <laughs> She's like, shut up. <laughs> He's like, boo boo, boo boo. Say a different letter. Boo boo. She pulls out the shotgun and she shoots the fucking robot three times. Yeah. Fucking kills him. Kills BB. Paul acts, loses his fucking mind. He acts like his mom just died. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my god, why? Like, <laughs> that's a camera like she yeah. zoomed out overhead. <laughs> I'm like, what? but it's a robot. Yeah. Like just I, rebuild I, yeah, it. Yeah, you're a, a fucking genius. Yeah, all you, you got, got is it on a Tuesday. All you got is time. One day. Yeah, just build it. Yeah, build I don't have one. another Tuesday, David. All right. No. <laughs> that was the only Tuesday I had. That's it. I'm, I'm busy. I'm booked. I'm booked solid. I got yeah. the scholarship. Let's build it again. Just build it again. Just rebuild no, it. He's distraught. Yeah, he's distraught. 
and inconsolable. They, and, they, and they do like kind of like a little montage where he's like sitting in class and he's just thinking I'm of BB. Mr. Lonely. <laughs> Thinking about all the things he used to do. Them taking a bubble bath. Yeah, they're playing beach ball in the bubble bath. (laughs) Putting sunscreen on each other. (laughs) Yeah. It's in the shower. (laughs) He used to clean my dick for me. Yeah. It's like, oops, (laughs) BB. Nope, none of that. He's got to do all that by himself now. About a month. You got to jerk yourself (laughs) off now, my friend. (laughs) About a month later, it's Thanksgiving. He's over it now. He's he's, moved on. He's decided, well... If I can't have robot, if I can put my dick in a robot, I can put my dick in my neighbor. <laughs> and so they invite Samantha over for Thanksgiving. And and Paul's mom talks shit about Samantha's dad. She's like, God, thank us for this. Thank you for this meal. And thank you that Samantha's dad is passed out. And they're all like, Fucking yeah. Drunk. <laughs> Single tear rolls down Sam's cheek. <laughs> That's yeah. my dad. Yeah, he's going to beat the shit out of me later. He's the only dad I know. Oh, yep. They have dinner and he comes, uh, like, Samantha and Paul kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aw. They have a little moment. Well, she's got to go back home. Yeah, that moment doesn't last long. Nope. Because, yeah, dad, gets dad's a, pissed. And Paul gets a boner. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> My Bunsen burner. <laughs> goes back. Uh, she goes back home and she sneaks upstairs. Dad's, dad's passed out. Well, when she gets upstairs, dad's like right there. Yeah. Like he comes up. He's like, where the fuck were you? Yeah. Oh, I was just doing homework on Thanksgiving. Yeah, come on now. School's out. Forever. For you. <laughs> and he slaps the shit out of her and knocks her down Fucking the stairs. Fucking backhands her. Yeah, and then decks her and knocks her, her down the stairs. And she tumbles down. She hits her head against the wall. Breaks her neck. Starts fish flopping. Yep. Fish flopping. <laughs> She's fucking twitching. And he's like, oh, knock it off, you shithead. Yeah, you're faking it. You're faking it. Get up. Well, he ends up calling. Get up the- so I can beat you some more. <laughs> he ends up calling the hospital or the cops and the ambulance and everything, and they take her, and she's brain dead. Yeah. Fucking, that's fucking dark. That's a and dark. He, and he blames it on her, too. He's like, oh, she left her toys out or whatever. Yeah, she left. <laughs> She slipped on those Legos. <laughs> I told her to clean those up. Like she's 17 years old. Yeah. Stupid. So she is going to get the plug pulled on her. Yep. Paul comes up with this plan. And the plan is to take BB's fucking microchip, brain, microchip brain. Yeah. And he's going to stick it in her brain. Cause he's, that's what he's been studying. Right. Brain. And he's going to bring her back to life. Yeah. But he needs help. He needs help from Tom because Tom's dad works at the hospital. The hospital. He's like a janitor. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got keys to everything. So he's like a real right. engineer. There you go. <laughs> and so he says, you steal the keys. We'll sneak in. We'll, we'll fucking drug my mom. Well, we got to drug my mom first. Yeah. She we'll, passes out. We'll take, we'll take the car. Drug her. We'll steal the VW bus. Get your dad's keys. Get into the hospital. Get her out. Get her body out. Sneak her out without no, anybody noticing. <laughs> get her to back to my lab. I'll shove a microchip in her ass. <laughs> and then she'll be alive. Yep. Foolproof. And then she'll totally bang me. <laughs> what can go wrong? Yeah. Everything. Well, Tom agrees. I don't know why. Yeah. But they're going to do it. Uh, they only have this last night to do it. Yeah, because she's the they're plug's gonna, getting pulled at like ten o'clock. Yeah, it's like an execution. They, style. they fucking set that. <laughs> yeah, they pulled out the planner. They pencil you in Friday ten. <laughs> ten works for me. Perfect. Right after TGIF, we'll go in the <laughs> pull the plug. Paul's mom 
is talking to Paul and he's like, yeah, at 10 o'clock, it's going to be really sad because she's going to be dead. And mom goes, huh, didn't you know? They bumped it back to nine. He's like, <laughs> so he's got to like. Mom, how's your coffee? Uh, Benny, drink, drink faster. He's got to fucking Benny Hill it like fucking yakety sax. How does yakety sax go? Yeah. He's all moving fast. Wes, speed up the tape. They drug her. Yeah, and she, she passes, passes out. out. They do everything that I just said. Yep. They go up there, they steal the body, but the body's already dead. She's already dead. This is where Tom objects. He's like, listen. She's dead. She's dead. Let's abort this mission. He's like, fuck you. No. We'll not abort this mission. No. We signed up for this. It ain't over till it's over. <laughs> it's never over. Oh, it's never over. <laughs> they put the microchip in her brain. Yeah, right up her butt. <laughs> right up her butthole. I, all I don't way, know if that's all the way to her brain. I don't know if that's the way to the brain, Paul. He's like, trust me. All the way in. I have a degree. Yeah. He's like, you see this wingspan? You go up far enough, you eventually reach the brain. You'll hit the brain. Yep. It's the only put, way to be sure. They put it in her brain, and she starts moving. It's like yeah. very like Bride of Reanimator, yeah. Bride of Frankenstein. And her leg kicks, and Tom just fucking faints right on his face. His <laughs> yeah. fucking face plants. Face. <laughs> you fucking TNC surf designs. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about game? that. Yeah, when you crash. Yeah. <laughs> Just skits. Yeah. <laughs> that game was awesome. That game was awesome. It was fucking hard, though. It was really hard. Especially the surfing. Yeah. Yeah, that game was tough. The surfing was the worst. The the skate the uh, skating you, you could get better at. Yeah, it was a hard game. Yeah. I always like being the gorilla. The, uh, wasn't there like a little tiki guy? The tiki I guy. I think I was usually the tiki guy. There's a gorilla and then there's the the dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul takes Sam back to his house and he locks her in the shed and she looks out of the shed she's awake but she's like a zombie she's like dead yeah she doesn't speak at all which i thought was kind of funny because bb never shut the fuck up and like she doesn't talk no no she doesn't say anything and she looks like death yeah and she's just staring out the shed at her old house yeah and she sees her dad yeah, he's outside like having a cigarette or something. Yeah, he's and like, earlier in the movie, she had had Who a dream. I'm going to beat tonight. I'm going to beat now that my daughter's gone. <laughs> yeah. But she had had a dream earlier in the movie about killing him, like a nightmare, and she yeah. woke up. Because she does say at one point, like, he's he's my dad. I still love him. Yeah. But, but you're right. You're right. There is those nightmare scenes, and they added a few of those. And the reason why they added them is because when the test audience saw this movie. Yeah, none of that was in it. It basically made like a PG yeah. type movie. And they were like, I thought this was Wes Craven. I thought this was like Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, this guy's supposed to be scary. And they were like, yeah. Wes? Add more scary shit. And <laughs> he's like, no. Shit. And he's like, They're like yes. Here's well, some more money. Okay. So they added that stuff. And you could kind of tell that it was thrown in there after yeah. the fact because it doesn't fit. Yeah. All of the scenes are, yeah, they're kind of stitched in like with the, the violence. Yeah. And then I think they just probably went to the script and were like, okay, here instead of saying darn, we'll say fuck. <laughs> and throw a couple of those in there. Yeah overdub it yeah paul sees her staring at her dad but he goes up to and goes to bed i think he has a nightmare at this point too or some shit i don't remember but he's right to be concerned that samantha is going to do something because she does (laughs) she sneaks over into her old house and she goes down into the basement and the dad sees that the, the the door to the basement is open yeah so he goes down there he's like what the fuck's going on down here it's and like fucking like, Freddy Krueger's uh, fucking boiler room down there. It's yeah. like a furnace with fire coming out of it. Very shit. reminiscent of that. Yeah. She's under the stairs. So when he walks like down the stairs, she grabs his leg. Yeah. And he ends up like falling or whatever. And then she 
she grabs him they fight like she puts his like face up against the furnace and burns the shit out of him and then she grabs his wrist oh, and yeah. like bends it backwards fucking breaks it like yeah, yeah right above the wrist Oof. it's pretty brutal yeah and then she throws him into the fire yeah and she fucking chokes him too yeah oh yeah and she, she snaps she his snaps neck, his neck. And then burns him yeah paul sees that she's gone and he, he's like oh fuck he probably smells burnt flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone barbecuing? Yeah, and I smell liquor and burning. Oh, shit. shit. It's the dad. So he goes and finds her and, and sees the that corpse. the corpse is there. And he's like, what the fuck am I going to do? So he hides the corpse and he yep. hides her up in his room. Yeah, locks her in there. He's like, stay here. You stay. Do you, not. You be good. <laughs> Sit. Don't kill. So he closes, the, closes her in there. Well, she looks out the window. Every time this woman looks out the window... She's going to kill yep. because she looks out the window and who does she see? Elvira. Elvira. And she's like, oh, remember that time you stole our fucking basketball? Yeah. And you kept it? And got it signed by Dr. J? Yeah. Well, I want it back. <laughs> it's valuable now. I want to sell it. <laughs> yep. So she gets out and she breaks into Elvira's place. Mm-hmm. Elvira calls the cops. Yeah. She's like, come. Come. Somebody's in my house. That girl's alive again. Like, like sure, yeah, right, sure. Sure. We'll be right over. Yeah. Well. Sam does come out and she like, there's like a little bit of a jump scare and she like grabs Elvira from behind and she like pushes her up against the wall. And then Elvira's like, what the fuck are you going to do? You want to play one-on-one? <laughs> I tell you about my free throw percentage. <laughs> Your fucking sweet Georgia Brown is like, who do 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 Fucking spins the ball on her finger. Like Curly, I taught Curly Neal everything. She's like, no, I don't want to play basketball. She fucking Christy Swanson takes the, basketball and chucks it at Elvira's head and that fucking thing pops like a fucking zit <laughs> on a 15 year old that thing it pop. looks really cool it does look cool it's cheesy it's super cheesy like you can tell it's fake but it still of looks course. it still looks awesome and then she walks around with her headless body yeah like, that look that looked fake as shit but still cool because it was like a, a shorter actor like underneath there like just controlling the yeah like arm. holding like fake limbs on a stick or something <laughs> yeah it looked very fake it was awful but blood's like squirting out of the the decapitated. It was like, awfully awesome. Neck hole. Yeah, that's my. That's the scene that I saw on. Like, oh, on the Eli, Eli Roth thing. thing. Yeah, and that's uh, the best scene in the movie. Exactly. It might have been. It might have been in search of darkness. Now that I think about oh, it, okay. it, was, it was some. Yeah, one of those documentaries. Something. Some documentary yeah. talking about horror films. So after the, the that kill, Paul's at home and he's having a dream and he has like a flashback of the dad that he saw like. Uh, Sam's burnt, dad all yeah. burnt to shit. Yeah. And it freaks him out. And he wakes up screaming and he jumps on top of his bed <laughs> uh-huh. in his fucking little tiny ass like bicycle <laughs> shorts or whatever. And he's got the fucking hairiest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> he's like Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> fucking my God. Imagine what his oh <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> he's a sixteen year old. Tom <laughs> oh. Tom finds out about all this stuff and he's like, Look, Paul you need to stop this yeah this is this is we need it's to, obviously sam to is doing this and paul and tom get into a fight well sam then of course because sam is like bb yeah right very strong and has a temper well and is just bb's brain protective. so protective of paul so sam gets out there she starts fighting with she fucking swan tom. dives out of the bedroom window from upstairs again she's looking out a window she's always looking out fucking yeah. windows <laughs> she swan dives out the window she lands in the front yard. The mom is there. The mom's pissed off at Paul because she's like, I found out you're not going to university and you're just fucking around. What's going on? She sees that Sam's alive and she's like, what the oh, fuck shit. is this? <laughs> and she's a superhero now because she could dive through windows and live. Yeah. So she's like kind of in the middle of it too. Paul like 
hits he slaps Sam, her yeah and she's like fuck off and she grabs him by the neck and she's gonna kill him but then she like like snaps out of it for a second she becomes human yeah a little bit of humanity creeps she's back like, in what the fuck am i doing she drops him and she runs yeah the cops show up like right around that same time yep. there's the fucking dad's dead elvira's dead yeah and they find they've they found the bodies and stuff so or what's left going on. yeah of elvira's head <laughs> I, I think this was her that thing popped dude like, it did it was it was cool didn't you say you were telling me though earlier that they used actual bits? Yeah, of yeah. Human, apparently they stuffed brain, the fake head with like cow brains or something. Oh, so there was bits of real brains shit. in there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Gross. Great. Right, so the cops are looking for her, Paul's off looking for, her, mm-hmm. and while Paul's out looking for her, um, Carl, dirt bike kid, the dirt bike rolls kid. up on. Well, well, well. If it isn't a where's robot your boy. fucking robot that used to clean your dick for you? He's not around. <laughs> I got a new robot. She lives in Canada. <laughs> you it's really pretty. <laughs> Leave me alone, Carl. It's like, she cleaned your dick? He's like, well, well not yet. <laughs> she talks about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Carl shows up and he starts shit with Paul while Samantha shows up. Yeah. And she grabs Paul. <laughs> she grabs Carl by the dick again. He's like, not again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> she lifts him up like like Andre the Giant lifted him <laughs> right over her head. <laughs> and there's a very visible wire uh, holding him up. <laughs> the cops show up and they're like, put him down. She's you got like, it, pal. All right. <sighs> Tosses him to the windshield. Like right at the police He's car. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. Weak. No, yeah, his bones were fucking brittle as shit. <laughs> Carl's got that fucking disease that Samuel Jackson has. In. <laughs> they call me Mr. Glass. <laughs> yeah, he's Mr. Glass because he gets thrown and he's dead. Yeah, he's dead instantly. <laughs> he's like, I got internal bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Serious. <sighs> she goes uh, running away. The cops stop her from all angles. Yeah. And Paul's trying to talk to her. He's like, Sam, just calm down. Sam, just calm down. They're like, get on her knees. Yeah. She goes running after the cop. Because she thinks that the, she thinks the cop's going to hurt Paul. Yep. And she like takes the gun and they tussle about it and the gun goes off. Yep. And it kills her. She got shot right in the belly. Yep. And she finally speaks like in her own voice. Paul. Paul. Dead. She was if you would have if she would have lived she would have finished that sentence like Paul I don't want to wash your dick anymore yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> please stop making me wash your dick Paul get a loofah <laughs> dead <laughs> but the movie's not over here it is not because <laughs> Paul's like yo this gives me an idea it worked so well the first time. <laughs> Let's just do it all again. Yeah, I'm going to go to the morgue. So he goes to the morgue to steal her body, and all of a sudden, she's awake. And she grabs it. that was kind of weird, because like, she was dead, or else she wouldn't be in the morgue. How did she come back to life? She's a robot. Okay. Because yeah. she starts ripping off her own skin, yeah, and revealing that she's a robot. Underneath. And then which the, makes absolutely no sense, and then unless the it's ends. a dream. Which I, which I assumed it was a dream. If it's not, it's really stupid, because like she of, wasn't a robot. What's, what's, no, she wasn't. What's the end of the... What's the movie... Uh, is it piece? No. Pieces? Yeah. Pieces? That movie where yeah, it right. ends and the guy gets his dick ripped oh, off? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like it, that. Yeah. It's like, what? What? That didn't make any sense. No. And then there's like a fucking weird ass like BB song that plays during Boodle. the credits. Boodle. 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 Yeah. Boodle. 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 Yeah. This movie, I, I will say this. I didn't hate this movie. 
Yeah, I didn't hate it either. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. Yeah. I think it's a good example of the time period. Very much so, yeah. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. This is 80s. It's totally 80s. This is 80s encapsulated. Yeah. It's got all the it's got good, a fucking robot. It's, it's got, got a cool song at the end. <laughs> the BB song. It's got BB song. It's got yeah. the evil neighbor. It's got robot vision. <laughs> yeah. You see things from the robot perspective. It's got cheesy special effects. It's got Mama Fratelli. Got all the good stuff yeah. out of the 80s. So on that on that side of things, it, this is not a good film, though. No. Wes Craven directed L. I know a lot of people are fans of Wes Craven. I tend to think he's a little overrated, but... This is not his worst film, in my opinion. I would agree. Yeah. That being said, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? You get a microchip (laughs) put in your brain and all Uh, of a sudden you got super strength? Like an Hulk-like strength? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. sense. Yeah. makes zero sense. I didn't... And she couldn't talk until the end? So she could talk the whole time? Why didn't she? Maybe, maybe well she was becoming more human maybe until she more became human than human i think until that's she what became, rob zombie wrote that song about, about yeah De- deadly friend yeah it wasn't about blade runner no no <laughs> but, but then so she's becoming more human but then it's revealed at the end that she's a complete more robot more. whatever I, like i said i think they added sequence. that i think they added that oh, definitely for the jump scare at yeah. the end yeah because it, it just didn't make any sense no so for me i'm gonna give it a one and a half yep pamela Voorhees. i'm a one and a half as well uh it wasn't as bad as i thought uh, but it was also not good <laughs> like I, i'm not gonna watch this again i'm not gonna buy the blu-ray no definitely no. wouldn't buy the blu-ray no but i could also understand if you saw this movie when you were young if it resonated with you then i could see this movie oh. being a fun like nostalgia trip nostalgia but i have no connection to this movie so it's like meh no my yeah. connection to this movie is that someone told me that I should watch it and I watched it. Yep. And then I did that thing. I watched it and then that was it. Yep. And then I talked about it twice. But I will say this. There are movies that I watch where I, at some point, pause it and go, how much is left? Mm-hmm. And this was not one of them. I, I watched yeah, I this movie. Bored. It clipped along. Yeah, it was fine. There was no scenes that I was like, God, this is taking forever. Right. Although it did take about 56 minutes until we got our first death. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of kills. No. Yeah. It's not it's not really a horror film. No. To be honest with you. Yeah, this was a movie that they Frankensteined into a horror movie. Yeah, almost almost literally. Oh my god. God, David. The next movie we're talking about is John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. This movie came out in 2001, released August 24th, 2001. What do you think the number one movie was? Earlier I thought it was <laughs> A Beautiful <laughs> Mind, so I will stay with that. And it wasn't. You were wrong before Damn and you're it. wrong now. It was American Pie 2. It's funny you say that though, because as you were talking, I was like, but I don't even remember what, what it was. <laughs> yeah, American Pie but 2 yeah. is pretty forgettable. I liked it at the time. I mean, saw it in the I remember but. American Pie. I don't even remember American Pie 2, but I remember American Pie being like a huge deal in about 1999 when it came out. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And that movie like took the world or not the world but took us it was by, a big hit it was and it pissed me off because anytime you would say this one time people at would band always, camp people would always finish it with band camp or you'd say one time people would go at band camp you're still like, to this oh. day there's assholes who do that yeah you're like no no it's been it's been 25 yeah, years yeah like, relax, old as shit or whatever it's over 20 years yeah like, over 20 stop. years old yeah stop quoting it yeah it's like people who unironically still quote austin powers so like, yeah, baby. yeah baby yeah it's stupid i like doing it because i think it's so stupid <laughs> it's funny maybe that's what they're doing no 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 yeah, it's the people who unironically yeah, yeah. do it 
or the people who like he'll yeah they dress up as austin powers still for uh halloween get the fake chest hair like stuff a 13 dollar costume at spirit yeah that they still have like left over man of mystery <laughs> yeah, yeah man of mystery costume with the they just want to ask people if they make them horny yeah they yeah. want to make you horny baby yeah stupid it is so stupid but so fucking funny <laughs> to me not in a funny funny way but an ironic yeah. funny way i did like that movie when it came out though oh yeah like everybody did absolutely uh number one song get your freak on by missy elliott and that was wrong before and, <laughs> and it is wrong, wrong again, again. <laughs> <laughs> no it was fallen by alicia keys which is of course uh, the number one song from jo- when joyride was around yeah because joyride came out right after the september 11th attacks and this movie came out right before september 11th mm. so alicia keys was like i got the number one song for the next I'm couple gonna months. write this out <laughs> yeah good for her john carpenter's ghost of mars was written of course by john carpenter with the help of larry sulkis directed by john carpenter with music by john carpenter and anthrax primarily but then there were some other guitarists uh, i think joe satriani yep uh, robin fink from nine inch nails and probably a couple others yeah and there's a distinction between that metal anthrax score and the John Carpenter score. Yeah. John Carpenter's influences in on that. I think he oh, for sure. I, I looked up like all the track lists because I wanted to see like, are, are there any tracks that's just anthrax or just, uh, but they're not like Carpenter's on every track. Yeah. That said though, the, the synthesizers are very low on some of the songs and they're primarily just rock songs. The score is good. Yeah, the music's a lot of fun. I'm going to give that away right now. Yeah, I listened to it at the gym the other day, and I was like, yeah. Fucking bo- were you lifting, yeah. bro? Whoa. Were you slow? Yeah. <laughs> fucking flexing in front of the mirror, <laughs> pulling up my shirt. <laughs> I went nah, to I the gym. I went- Dude, I, anytime I see somebody at the gym like pulling up their shirt, I want to punch them so hard right in the face. I like, went to the gym the other day, and I went to go use the restroom, yeah. and there was a kid in there, and he had his shirt his off, shit. and he was taking a picture oh, of Jesus. himself in the mirror. I was like, you fucking You fucking tool. asshole. Yeah, dude, anytime I see people like flexing in front of the mirror, I'm like, dude, do that at home like the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) No, so dumb. The cast of this movie, (laughs) Natasha Henstridge as Lieutenant Ballard. We met, uh, you met, I didn't meet her. I was off doing something else, but you met her at a convention. Yeah, she was really nice. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking like, I don't think she's going to be nice. And then you told me that she was super nice. Yeah. I even had her sign an eight by 10 from this movie. Cause I was thinking, I was like, most people probably have her sign species stuff. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go ghost of Mars. And did she like, God, this movie, <laughs> this fucking movie, this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't even remember what she said, yeah. but yeah, uh, but she was nice. I remember asking you and you were like, yeah, she was all right. She was nice, but you weren't like, Oh, we had a great conversation. Or no, anything. it wasn't like that. No. Interesting enough. Christy Swanson. We met at this, at convention, the same convention, at the same huh? convention. Yeah, that's right. And you had her sign the Buffy steak. The steak. Yeah. She was not nice. No, she was nice. She was nice at the time. She was, yeah, she was nice. She was nice the last time we saw her at a convention. We didn't meet her, but yeah. she seemed like she was yeah, having a good yeah. time. Yeah. I just, just not my, not my cup of tea. <laughs> not my cup of tea. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah, Desolation doesn't go Williams. To, doesn't go to these conventions. No. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. That would be cool. Oh, that fucking Ice Dude, Cube? fuck yeah, I'd meet Ice Cube. 8, eight by 10 from Ghost of Mars? Yeah. He this. He'd be like, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All he right. plays desolation williams jason statham plays sergeant jericho butler this got to be an early jason statham still got hair or what was left of his hair kind of yeah he was hanging on by a thread yes jason statham 
Yeah, and, and when he does talk in this movie, he breathes, he breathes, he breathes really hard into the microphone. I'm Jason Statham. Little did he know he was going to become the fucking transporter. He was going to become like... He still talks the same. Mr. Like, yeah, action before he was like a movie star. star. Yeah. This movie is just horny. Do you ever see... He's a horny cop. Yeah. Do you ever see The Transporter? I don't think I've seen any that of the movie Transporter movies. That movie fucking sucked. Yeah? <laughs> I wanted to like it so much, and then I was like, this movie sucks. Yeah, I haven't... I don't think I've seen any of them. Clea Duvall, the no, faculty. From, yeah, the faculty. She was... Uh, Stokely? Yeah, I believe that's that was her name. name. She's also in Veep. She's pretty funny on that show. I've never watched that show. Yeah, she actually, when I say she's funny, she's funny in that her character isn't funny at all and has no sense of humor. Oh. Like her character is very, very serious all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Pam Greer. Yeah. Uh, she plays Commander Braddock. And Joanna Cassidy. Oh, Joanna Cassidy. She plays Cassidy. Dr. Whitlock. She's also in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Charles Fleischer. <laughs> From fucking these are so many connections yeah. charles fleischer talked bb was in roger rabbit with joanna cassidy then kevin bacon yep <laughs> that's another joke that people use way too much too and then kevin bacon it's like <laughs> i'm right. an asshole <laughs> that's, that's what you're saying when you say something like that like i just said it yeah right that me that was me just basically saying i'm an asshole you are yep yeah Budget for this movie was $28 million. What do you think the box office was? I know what it made. Uh, I was close. I think I guessed 10. You guessed 10. It was, and it was 14. 14. It was half. Yeah. This movie did not do well. Of course, I will say this. Timing has never been one of John Carpenter's strongest suits. Yeah. When The Thing came out, it was up against, oh, against E.T. E.T. When this comes out, two weeks later, the fucking World Trade Centers get yeah. fucking destroyed by terrorists. So it's like, well, okay. Oh, shit. Who's going to see a fucking movie right now? Everybody was watching the news. Yeah. And who's going to see this movie? No. Anyway. Nobody. Like, that's what he can blame it on. He goes, exactly. ah, go to Mars. It was just because of 9-11. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, because of, it wasn't because the movie was bad. I don't know, John. <laughs> Trust me. This movie is about the colonization of Mars, but not in a cool Total Recall I was say, way. not Total Recall. <laughs> they, it, it takes place in what? 2176. 2176. Oh, did they do that because of like 1776? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> 2176, and we've terraformed about 84, 85% of Mars, so yeah. you can breathe it, but you still need a little like assistance. Yeah, I can't remember what they called it, but yeah, they have like these little things that they wear, but they were saying like years ago, you had to wear like a full suit and mask, and it's like now you can breathe on Mars, but yeah, you need a little bit of help. Yeah. This officer, this Natasha Hanstridge, she shows up. Oh, and also we're still pretty early in like the colonization of Mars. I think they said like 640,000 people live there. Oh, okay. And they've got like their own police department and it's Natasha like Hentridge is part of that police. It's like a big-ish, force. a big-ish city. Yeah. It's like a colony. Yeah. If you will. A community of sorts. <laughs> but we've got bad people. Yeah. Of course, 640,000. You can't keep still them got all crime. online. So Natasha Hentridge is part of this police force. And she comes showing back up at like home base, I guess, the capital. Yeah, on a train. On a train, and she's handcuffed and knocked out. Yep. And she's got some sort of drug in her system. Yeah. And then they pull her into like a... Kind of like a tribunal or like a a deposition. Yeah, an inquiry. Yeah, an inquiry. Yeah, an inquiry, David. There you go. They're asking her a bunch of questions. It's like a Senate hearing. Yeah, (laughs) and they're basically like, what happened? Uh, You were supposed to transport a, um, a criminal, a murderer. Desolation Williams. Yeah. Most dangerous criminal known to man. Most dangerous criminal on Mars. Mars. Maybe even in the galaxy. 
they don't say that. <laughs> um, but they're like, hey, what happened? Uh, you, you're the only person uh, back from your crew, and he's missing. You got some explaining to do, and you got drugs in your system. What's going on? And she's like, well, I remember it like it was earlier today. <laughs> A lot of flashbacks in the movie. This is our first of many flashbacks. Oh, don't get me started, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so they, they show the story. And basically, Pam Greer is the head of the police, of the police force. Like the chief And then you person. got Natasha Hensridge and Jason Statham, and they're kind of like the... They've been around the block a couple of times. Jason Statham wants to fuck Natasha Henstridge. Did the they time. already know each other? Or they, they did. They, okay, I thought they had just met. No, they did know each other, but he's just like, I want to bang you. Very horny. <laughs> and then the two rookies are the other two cops yeah. that are traveling with him. And they're on this mission to this town, this kind of like... It's like picture like Las Vegas on Mars. Like there's like <laughs> prostitution and gambling and debauchery. Yeah, which is kind it's of It's like the funnest town. And it's it, it that part is kind of very uh Total Recall. Yeah. Like Venusville, I yeah. think is what they called it in Total Recall. I love the original Total Dude, Recall. That so was good. awesome. Yeah. I love it. Did movie. you ever see the remake? I did. I don't remember it well. I remember not hating it, but I, I'll still take the I remember original. watching it going, this isn't like the fucking original yeah. one. But I guess the original one wasn't like what the book what the, was. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. I just know the first one I liked. Yeah. Did you ever play the video game? Uh, yeah, I remember it not being good. No. <laughs> None of them are. No. No video game based, based on, on movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger almost, movies. Almost terrible. <laughs> yeah. All, all bad. They get to this town. Yeah. Shining Canyon. And this is where the this is where the uh, this Desolation Williams is being held, and there's nobody. It's like a fucking ghost town. Yeah, and they're like, this place should be hopping. What's going on? Something's up. They start looking around, doing a little bit of research. They go to the prison. Statham's still horny at this point. He's like just humping everything. We go back in this room and bang. She's like, no, not yet. They go to where the prisoners are. There's still prisoners in there, and Desolation Williams, Ice Cube. I'm just gonna call him Ice Cube. <laughs> is still in his cell. Yeah, they see it on the security camera. Because they like, thought maybe he got out and killed everybody. Right. And they're like, well, he didn't do it. Because supposedly he killed like 50 people. A bunch of guys, yeah. <laughs> when he was robbing this bank. Well, they start questioning uh, some of the prisoners. And they're like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. Just let us out of here. Yeah. They're like in the drunk tank. And there's this one woman who's in the drunk tank. And they're like, what's her name? And they've got a, because they have a list of like the people that are supposed to be there. And a they're like calling each person yeah. by name. Yeah. And then they're like. Why are there like what four people in here? But there's only three names. Yeah, this is a fucking Roger Rabbit lady, yeah. Joanna Cassidy, and she says that, or they say that she checked herself in to the drunk tank. Like, that's she, weird. She tells them they eventually find out that she's a doctor. Yeah, because she tells a flashback. She initially kind of lies. Uh, she so lies, this is like, a flashback she a couple of times. By the way, th- we're in Natasha Henstridge's flashback. Yeah, and now we've got and now we got this woman telling us a story with her flashback. flashback. So we're two layers into the Inception. <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting you know. Yeah, are we going to end up in limbo? We'll see. We shall see. But she basically says like that she was flying like some sort of weather balloon or <laughs> the something. Fucking hot air balloon. She's like the great and powerful Oz. <laughs> Yeah, and she crashed, and then something happened, and there was danger outside. So then she went to the prison and basically said, "Hey, lock me in here with you guys to keep me safe." Yes, but we find out later that's bullshit. No, because something she she was the cause of what's going to happen. Yeah, there's a couple other people who aren't prisoners who are like guards or whatever, and they're all like high on fucking drugs. acting weird and like looking at their hands like oh, and then they this go crazy. They yeah, and we going. see a guy that's locked himself in his truck, and he like slits his own throat. And he's like, don't open the truck, don't open the truck, don't let it out. Yeah. Of course, the truck gets opened. There's something in the air. 
yeah that's causing them and so every once in a while we get the pov of this thing yeah yeah it's like around. a like a red mist kind of kind of shit but they can't see it no but we as the audience, audience are the we thing. know where it is and it like climbs into people through their ears and it's kind of sam raimi like uh evil dead yeah kind of presence yeah they go to get ice cube and he's like let me out of here Get me the fuck out of here. And he... Yeah, because he's he actually... A fight. He, he's escaped already, and he's got one of the rookies at knife point. Yep. And he's like, all right, I'm getting out of here. And uh, Natasha Hentridge is like, hey, I'll switch... Like, let her go. I'll switch places. Like, just With let you. her go. She's so a he, rookie. You can yeah, take me. So he does. Like, he takes her. And like, yeah, they, they he starts running, but then they immediately run into trouble. Yep. And Hentridge beats the shit out of him. Yeah. So like, she like... She, she beats him up. Oh, doesn't he knock her out too? He knocks her out first. Yeah. yeah. And then, then she comes and saves his ass. That's yeah. He gets yeah. He gets to jump on her first, knocks her out, and then she gets up and she's looking for him. And then he gets attacked by one of these like people who have been possessed by this yeah. mist, and she saves him. Well, then, actually, he saves her first. Oh yeah. And then and then he gets attacked, and then she saves him. So he's like, okay, we're even. They keep going back and forth. They yeah. have this love hate relationship. <laughs> will they? Won't they? Will only expand. <laughs> Fucking and he tells her that he didn't kill anybody. He also recognizes, like, just looking into her eyes, that she's on drugs. Yeah. We see her, like, pop a pill at one point. Yeah. And he's like, are we really all that different? Yeah, you have a badge, but, like, you're high as fuck right now. Yeah. Who are you to say you're better than me? Jason Statham, he's kind of out exploring. He finds a bunch of head on spikes. Yeah. And, and then we looks- see, and they see, like, one that's get, getting put on a new spike. And he's like, kind of, whoa, what's this? Who's that now? Who's that? And uh, it's fucking Pam Greer. Yeah, Pam Greer got caught and killed. Got her head cut uh, cut off. He looks up over this like Like a ridge or something, and he sees there's like a a group, a a large group of these people who are like they all have like piercings in their face. Yeah, and and they're putting shit into their faces. They're mutilating themselves. They're cutting off other people's heads. He's like, we need to get the fuck. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? So he goes to like this mine area. And there's these three guys there. They go by the names of Uno, Dos, dos and Tres. tres. <laughs> he goes in there. And, okay, so this is the other part. This is the part where the inception really goes deep. <laughs> so then later, okay, so we're in Natasha Hunter's fat flashback. Later, Jason Statham's telling her the story, and he flashes back to when he meets up with Uno, Dos, and Trace. Yeah. And during that flashback. <laughs> That's right. They they tell him how they got here, and they go back into their flashback. Yes. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, and why? And then we got to go back. We already unpeeled this onion. Now we got to go yeah, back put, to put the, the layers back on. <laughs> yeah, why is the correct answer or yeah. the correct question? I don't know what the answer Cause is. Because they kind of lie about why they're there, and then we find out they're part of Desolation Williams' crew. There's uh, one of them is his brother. Yes, Uno is. But why are they? Why did Carpenter choose to, to make do so all the many flashbacks? flashbacks? Yeah, you could have just had a straightforward narrative. Yeah, yeah, the flashbacks weren't necessary. Not necessary. Take whatsoever. off the whole beginning of the movie, even if you, even and just start up like, hey, here's our mission. Here's what we got to do. One, two, three, go. But even if you kept the beginning and just had it be a flashback, the whole movie be a flashback. Yeah, but sure. Not have the flashbacks within the flashback. Right. That, yeah, that's it gets what a little gets off. a little hokey. A little. <laughs> But yes, those are his friends, his yeah. brother and his two uh, partners. And they come and they start holding the police at gunpoint. They get the drop on them. It's kind of like this and standoff. They turn the tables because they lock themselves in. They're like, you're not going to be able to get out of here without us. Yep. So they got to kind of team up. They, they do. One of the guys, I think it's Dose, like takes some drugs and he's high as fuck. And he's like, they're like trying to make weapons and explosives and shit. And he's got a can. 
And I thought this was kind of a cool nod to, uh, I think, Big Trouble in Little China, because he takes a machete and, like, like he's going to cut it, like, because in the movie he cuts the bottle, or uh-huh. he tries to. Uh-huh. But he fucking cuts his own thumb off. Oh, yeah. And, like, the blood's, like, squirting everywhere. Yeah, he's all fucked up. I, like, Ice Cube says something like, that's what you get, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. he, he fucking laughs about it. Yeah. So they're going to try to escape and they get, gotta get to, to the, the train, train station. Yeah. Because there are two people that are coming. They're train, the train conductor. <laughs> the, <laughs> got the little hat. Yeah. <laughs> Shining Time Station. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Thomas <Yeah>. and Friends. <laughs> yeah. The Shining Canyon's where this takes place. It's fucking weird. <laughs> fucking Shining Time Station. Yeah. Shining Time Station. Well, George Carlin was that guy for a while, and then Ringo Starr was that guy for a oh, while. really? Yeah. I don't the, know if I ever watched and you that. know who else in the movie Thomas and Friends, or Thomas the I Thomas the Trainer, Thomas something the, like that, right? Thomas the Tank Engine. In the movie, Alec Baldwin is the conductor. Oh shit! So George Carlin, Ringo Starr, and Alec Baldwin all have that in common. And Kevin Bacon, <laughs> <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but they got to get like I think they say it's fifty meters. It's way further than that to yeah. the train station. From, I don't know from where I don't know. I from where they're holding uh, up. I go in feet. Yeah, right? I don't know these fucking meters. Uh, yeah. Oh. Maybe meter. it was Martian meters. How many yards is it? Yeah. About 50. How many clicks? <laughs> yeah, clicks. They keep saying clicks. It's like, oh, stop talking. <laughs> don't talk. Don't talk anymore. So we come to find out. I don't know when this, this happens. This is right about here where Whitlock tells the truth. Yeah. So this doctor, this chick from Roger Rabbit, <laughs> she explains that her and her scientist, archaeologist crew or whatever, doctor people, they were exploring this mine shaft and they opened up some shit that they shouldn't have opened. Yeah, during like an excavation, they found like a temple or something. And there was almost like a vault type thing within it. And they opened it up and all the shit like rushed out. Yep. And essentially, it sounds like it's basically like the spirits. This is the way I took it, at least. It's like the spirits of the former people who... Yeah, the inhabitants. Of Mars. And the the, the people indigenous to Mars. Yeah, and their spirits are basically infecting... uh, Because they view us, rightfully so, as like invaders... Uh, you know, trying to destroy their land or, or take over. Mm-hmm. Um, so they either possess you um, or kill the people who aren't possessed. Yes, exactly. And if you kill one of them, the spirit just comes out and we'll just move it, go into somebody else. Exactly. So let's move on to the next host. So there's no way to end it. Yeah. Next ghost host. Oh, <laughs> so that's the story. That's how we got ghosts of Mars. Cause these yeah. are like the ghost ghost virus of mars yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what happens then they're trying to get to the station they got the the people that are all possessed around them kind of circling them kind of ambushing them yes yeah and they get then an attack happens yeah and this is like a big fight sequence big old fight sequence some people die some people live jason statham lives natasha henstridge lives but like one of the guys in their group uh gets his arm cut off with like a saw blade that somebody throws basically like a frisbee uh-huh. and then he's like looking at his stump and he's like oh fuck and then all of a sudden another one comes by zing, and Gets slices his head, his head off yeah. oh, that was pretty cool and it, it, this turns into a full-fledged action movie here on out because it's just like just action fight sequence then pause and then another action fight sequence and then pause and yeah then- and like the spirits are flying around different people are getting infected at one point natasha henstridge gets infected she does but she it- takes her drugs and it gets the that's the repellent yep you just gotta be a drug addict <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because they uh well, she's like dying or not dying but they know she's infected so like we're gonna leave her behind so they, they like lock to. her out but yeah they slip her one of her little pills and like oh, this will make you feel better yep 
And then, yeah, when she trip, trips balls, she basically spits the spirit out and yeah. then and then sneaks back in. Gets back in, yeah. Yeah. The group eventually does get, well, the group. It's Natasha Henstridge, Jason Statham, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I think and Robert if, Carradine is still alive at this point. Is he point. still alive? Louis Skolnick. Uh, and Joanna Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, they're all still alive. They get on the train and they're they're leaving. Yeah, they're like, we did it. And then they're like, fuck this. We got to go back. Yeah, and even Ice Cube's like, yeah. Yeah, we got to go back. And Because Hens- basically the rationale is if we don't go back and, and fix this, uh, it's just going to come keep for coming. us anyway. They're, yeah. So let's stop it now. Like there's a nuclear plant there. We can blow it up. Yeah, open the core and yeah, blow it all smithereens there you go and then we can get out on this train yeah easy peasy lemon squeezy <laughs> let's do it well they go back and then there's like this big like chain train robbery type <laughs> sequence like where you got these bad guys are on top of the train and they're like in a fight yeah they're fighting ice cube and they're fighting and they're Natasha trying to create Henstridge. a diversion a diversion while they like set off the reactor or whatever yeah. but it doesn't work no but the reactor does get set off Unfortunately, we lose everybody except for Natasha Henstridge and Ice Cube. Yeah. They're the only ones left alive of the of the main group. Yeah, and Natasha Henstridge during the fight gets like one of those, I think it was one of those saw blade type frisbee things. She gets cut. Gets her leg sliced. So she's injured. So the whole place blows up. They're riding the train back and Ice Cube treats her injury. Yeah, he's like sewing her. Sews her up. He knows how to do all that stuff, of course. And then he's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. Are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? And then he handcuffs her and he's like, I can't have, I can't go back to prison. Yeah. And so he jumps off the train. Yeah. He's like, I know you know that I'm not a killer, but I don't trust uh, that anyone else is going to believe me. Or, I'm, I'm or out believe of here. you, yeah. And they have kind of a goofy little conversation. And she's like, like oh, well, very goofy. catch you later. Wink, wink. So silly. <laughs> So she, now we're back now in we're present back time. Now we're back in present time, yeah. And, and the people that are questioning her are like, so whatever happened to Desolation Williams? She's like, I don't know. When I woke up, he was gone. Yep. So she doesn't tell them no. what happened, the conversation. And they're like, all right, well, you can go. So she's back in her barracks and then like Sleeping. an explosion happens and she wakes up. Yeah, in her underwear. Ooh, better put on some pants. So she puts on her pants <laughs> and... Uh, Ice also, Cube yeah, is at the, the door. The door busts open. It's Ice Cube with a fucking couple of uh, chrome machine guns. And he throws her one. He's like, you ready? Let's go do this. And they start walking away. And she's like, you would have been a good cop. And he's like, you would have made a good criminal. And what does he say? He says, Something so, like, let's go kick some ass. And she goes, like, that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. <laughs> End of the movie. So dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh you already know how I feel, but um, <laughs> I actually kind of like this movie in a, very, in a very weird way. Um, it is not a good movie, but I think that's kind of the point. And I know Carpenter reflecting back on this movie, I think one of his criticisms is that he, he wishes he had leaned harder into the cheese, uh, the cheese, because uh, he feels like people thought the movie was stupid. And he's like, it was supposed to be stupid. Like we were making a big, dumb action movie. It's called ghosts of mars for god's sake like yeah. come on so i think if you evaluate it as like an action type film i i actually think it's kind of fun about halfway in is when it really kicks in it's just a full-on action movie the rest of the way out yeah uh, i like a lot of the action sequences there's not a whole lot of visual effects because i didn't think we're actually that bad for 2001 i know mm-hmm. the i think one of the criticisms is that the the effects aren't good i didn't think they were that bad some of the gore was pretty cool. Uh, I think the score uh, is awesome. I, I like the mix of the heavy metal 
with like the traditional type score type music. Uh, I think for this type of movie, it serves it well. But the the dialogue is ridiculous. Uh, the flashback within a flashback, all of that stuff is nonsensical uh, and really just doesn't make any sense. No. Um, but I'm going to give it a two because I still think it's kind of fun. I don't quite recommend it. I think for a cheesy, dumb action movie, you can do a lot worse. You're insane. <laughs> You're absolutely insane. <laughs> you this, can do no worse. This movie, this movie sucks. <laughs> And, well, and I think most people would agree with you because this movie's got what, like a 4.9, I think, on IMDb and like what, a 21, 22%? 22% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. This movie sucks. And, you know, Carpenter's saying that it's supposed to be cheese. Okay. Carpenter's done cheese action movies well. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China, Escape, Escape from, from New, New York. York, Escape from LA. He's done them well. Then he does this. Yeah. And it's not anything like those other movies. No, this movie's a lot like Assault on Precinct 13. But not good. Not as good. <laughs> that's where the difference, that's where the similarities end. Yeah. <laughs> one's good and one's not. The score was good. I do like the music. And so I'm going to give it points for that. Everything else was <laughs> shit. The acting was shit. The writing was shit. Everything else. The story was shit. The flashbacks within a flashback within a flashback. I, dude, I got, listen, yeah, it was a little ridiculous. It was just dumb. And remember how I said earlier about Deadly Friend? Like, I'm not saying Deadly Friend's a great movie, but I didn't pause it and go, how much time is left? I did, did that, that with, with this, this one. And I was like, holy shit, really? <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> I'm giving it half a Pamela Voorhead. A 1.25 overall. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We can't. Even the great Ted Williams, who had like a 400 career batting average obviously got out 60 percent of the time yeah you can't they can't all be be winners nope so john carpenter you've done one of the greatest films ever and you've done one of the shittiest films ever so (laughs) i guess that's something to be proud of yeah covering all the bases yeah he's just like before i die i want to do the shittiest film ever (laughs) well done and this was well his second to last film he did another movie called the ward which i've never seen and david you've never seen that so we'll have to watch that someday but if it's anything like this, <laughs> I imagine it's we're probably. not in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe we could talk about that one three times. What? Uh, the ward. Cause we talked about this movie twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm a little slow. <laughs> this is the fourth podcast I've done. You're very tired. <laughs> if you have any comments that you'd like to make about these movies or any suggestions for future episodes, you can contact us. How can they contact yeah, us? And social media. If you're on Twitter, Facebook, the slasher app, TikTok, youtube just search the swear wolves and all those platforms uh, on instagram uh, search for us under the swear wolves podcast uh, you can go to our website theswearwolves.com. you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851 so for the swear wolves this week i'm brett i'm david blah, blah.
take the VW. Oh shit. Sorry, I thought I had this muted. Son of a bitch.